everybody. This is Jeannie Cisco Meth, and I want to talk to you today about something that I've learned from my dog, which is kind of funny because my husband and I have been talking about it, and then he listened to a podcast with a guy who was talking about his dog as well. So it kind of gave me permission to share what I've learned from my dog, Ellie. Now, Ellie is a hound dog. And she's getting quite old, so she's turned into that stereotypical hound dog that likes to lay around and just sleep a lot. And she's also got gray all over her face, and she's hard of hearing. However, there's one thing that Ellie has always done. And I realized about a month ago that I needed to be more like my dog. I was working on accepting new things into my life or wanting to bring new things into my life. And how do I do that? As you know, I have a vision board and I do that every single day. I also have letters that I write to myself about what what um, future I am creating for myself. I also think about it and process. And my husband and I make plans. And so we are definitely creators and we are definitely working towards creating the life that we want we also pray we believe in jesus christ our heavenly father as our higher power and you may call your higher power something else that's okay it's still all of our higher power we just choose to call him god in jesus christ and so i was saying a prayer and reflecting on my prayer after. And I used to think that, well, I don't want to be a nag, right? I don't want to bother God too much. So I would ask for something and then not ask again. But my thought was of that child in the store. I'm sure you've seen them. The one that's throwing a fit and yanking on mom or dad or whatever and screaming that they want something. And I realized that is not prayer, And I had been associating prayer with nagging, and that's not true. Prayer or asking for something is totally different than nagging. Nagging is a whiny, nasally, victim tone of voice. Whereas asking is an empowered, confident, hey, can I have this kind of voice. I've also learned that I forget things sometimes. And so it is very beneficial to have my kids ask me for something again. Now, I'm not saying that God forgets things, but I do think he tests us sometimes. Have you ever asked for something and then realized a little bit later that "Mm, I don't really want that? I think that's kind of what God is doing for us. We ask for something and he says, are you sure? And he gives us some lag time. There are many times that I am very grateful for that lag time. (laughs) There have been times when I have said something that maybe have not been very nice. And so thank goodness that my prayers aren't answered immediately. Because sometimes my thoughts go in errant ways. And I say things that I don't want. There's also been things that I've put on my vision board that a week or two later I'm like, you know what, I don't really want that. And so I take it down and I decide, well, do I want it later or what? And I have a file, I have a little sheet protector in my vision board success manual where I just put the things in there that I used to think I wanted, but I don't want any more. And so I like to think of God as when I ask him for something, he asks me the question, are you sure you want that? 
And if I ask again, then he's like, okay, you may be pretty sure. But if I keep asking in a confident, grateful tone of voice, then he can start to realize that, okay, she really does want this. And it comes to me. Some things take longer than others to come to me, and some things come very quickly. I was getting discouraged because of one thing that I had been asking for for quite some time. Now, I also know that I need to grow into the person I need to be to handle some of the new things I'm asking for. And so I had been doing quite a bit of growing, energy work, emotion management, all of those things. But I was getting a little bit discouraged. And when I pull into the garage, my dog always comes running out through the dog door. She's so happy to see me. And then she immediately looks to the shelf where the dog treats are. And she looks at me and she wags her tail and she looks at the treats and she wags her tail and she looks at me and she wags her tail. (laughs) So through the whole thing, she's wagging her tail. She's like saying, hey, there's the treats right there. I'm really thankful that you're going to give me one. I just know you're going to give me one. Aren't you excited to give me one? She has this this, um, unquenchable thirst for treats and an unquenchable desire to keep asking. She never gets mad if I say no. You know, she doesn't bite me. She doesn't growl at me. She doesn't get snarky. She's just like, oh, okay, well, maybe next time. But she constantly asks in a nice, pleasant way. She looks at me and she looks at the treat. She looks at me and she looks at the treat. All the time wagging her tail with a happy little smile on her face. And so I decided to take that and apply it to my life. And I have found a shift. Now that it hasn't been this epiphany, wild, all of a sudden paradigm shift. It's been a slow realization that is slowly dropping into place. I can feel my energy shifting when I ask God for things. I'm now coming from an energy of, hey, Lord, guess what? It would be really cool if I could have that, but you get to decide. Isn't that cool? I'd really like that. And your will be done. Because I know that God's plans for me are much greater and much higher than my plans for me. I know because he keeps asking me to step up. He keeps giving me opportunities to show me growth and to show that I am not done with you yet, Jeannie. You need to learn this principle. You need to learn that principle. You need to be grateful. You need to have patience. You need to manage those emotions. I'm constantly getting reminders that I need to grow and shift and change. And my new reminder is I need to ask with expectancy, hopefulness, gratitude. There's a difference between, between saying, Lord, will you please? And saying, Lord, thank you so much that you have. I invite you to start using those words. Lord, thank you so much that I have or that you have given me this or that, that I have grown. Thank you so much for giving me this opportunity to grow. Thank you so much for shedding a new light 
on this experience so that I can apply it to my life and move forward in a more confident and empowered way. Yesterday, I went to the funeral of a very dear friend. She was my mom's very, very, very best friend for a long time, right up until my mom died in 2016. Yesterday, I attended the funeral of her husband. So my mom's best friend, her name was Carol, and her husband passed away a few days ago. He had had dementia, as had my mom, and so Carol got to watch both of her best friends, and her husband was her soulmate, as she says, watch them deteriorate and pass away. She was an absolute wreck yesterday. She was a mess, and my heart went out to her. And I cried, and I held her and her daughter, and I told them I was so sorry for their loss. And I experienced a flood of emotions as I watched her holding on to that casket and just weeping, this gut-wrenching desperation. It was very, very difficult for me, and I cried. And I thought of when I lost my mom, And then I thought into the future of when I might lose someone else very close to me. And on the way home, I was in a very depressed, very negative, very scared state. And I cried. And I came home and I wanted to hide. That's what I thought. As soon as I get home, I'm going to hide. You can hear my dog in the background. She just fluffed her ears which is a perfect time because when I pulled into the garage, there was Ellie, all excited to see me. She was there waiting for her treat with her smile on her face and her tail wagging and that expectant look in her eyes of, hey, I'm so glad you're home because you can give me your treat. See, they're right there. Can I have my treat? She was all excited for her treat. And she also knew that something was wrong because I gave her her treat I patted her on the head, and she looked at me with eyes that said, Are you okay? And then, of course, she ran in to eat her treat. (laughs) But then she came and laid next to me. And she usually lays next to me. But she could tell that I was sad. And I realized in that moment that I choose my emotions. I could continue to sit there. Now, I agree, it's very important to process through emotions. But I realized last night that I was not processing. I was wallowing. I was wallowing in my emotions, in my sadness, in looking into the future and being afraid. Today, I'm happy to say I'm more in control of my emotions. My emotions are managed, I should say. I did some journaling this morning, some inside looking at who I was and what was going on. And I realized that I could continue to move forward in fear and be scared of what might happen. Or I could be absolutely grateful for what's going on right now. Just like Ellie. Hey, there's the treat. Can I have it? Can I have it? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And so I invite you to apply this principle to your life as well. I invite you to live in the moment. 
Absolutely plan for the future. Plan for the future, but live today. I told my son the other day because he was he was struggling with some some emotions himself and dealing with with issues. And I told him, Max, you plan for tomorrow, for the next year, but you live today as if you were dying tomorrow because we never know when we're going to be done. And so I invite you to plan for tomorrow. Absolutely plan for tomorrow. But today, live for today. Live right now in this moment with an expectancy and a joy for your future. I know that Carol is still having a horrible day today. I know that. I saw her, a broken, aging woman, right before my eyes. She turned into a little old lady in the last week. And it broke my heart. And I thought, is there a way to shift that energy into gratitude? I know that it's been quite a while since my mom passed away. I also know that for some time now I've been able to be grateful for her in my life. I absolutely miss her every day. And I no longer feel desperate and out of sorts. I'm not exactly sure how to explain it. If you've lost someone, I'm sure you know. If you've lost someone and you haven't moved into that gratitude of thank you for allowing them to be in my life, and I know that they're not here physically anymore, but I also know that they are, you know, whatever you believe for your, for the transition period, for when someone completes their life cycle here on earth, what happens to them? I don't know for sure. I know that I have beliefs. I know that I hear my mom's voice in my head. Am I just making it up or is it really her? I don't know. Does it matter? I don't think so. I think what matters is that I still feel connected to her. I think what matters is that she still gives me advice whether it's my subconscious pulling up advice from when I was a little kid that I never followed, or whether it's my subconscious putting together advice that it believes she would have given me. I don't know, but I know it's good advice. And I know that she loved me with all of her heart because I love my children with all of my heart. And I know that God loves me at an even deeper and more profound level. And so I invite you today to be grateful for where you are right now, wherever you are. And I also invite you to look forward with expectancy to the things that you want, to the things that you're creating, to the things that you are looking for. And there's going to be some learning experiences along the way. Be thankful for those as well, because they're building your muscles so that those future obstacles will be easier to overcome. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's been, once again, an absolute fabulous time. Let me know if you have any questions. Get in touch with me, either on Facebook or LinkedIn. You can also send me an email, genie at geniesiscometh.com. There is no hyphen in the email. 
Thank you so much for joining me. Go ahead and give us a five-star review on, on iTunes, if you would. I'd love to hear your thoughts and your comments. Also, please share us with your friends and neighbors. We'd love to continue to reach as many people as we absolutely can. Thank you so much to all of you who are listening to this and all of the 73 countries around the world that this is being listened to in. Thank you so much. Please continue to share and let me know how I can be of service to you. Have a fabulous day, my friends, and bye for now.